Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Buddha Brothers Podcast. You got Eric. And I'm Kyle. And I would like to repeat, you've tuned in to the Buddha Brothers Podcast. <laughs> Today we're talking about repetition. Oh, okay. And the power of repetition, repeating things in your training, repeating drills, repeating routines, repeating your way to success. Because in those little micro adjustments, those little micro failures mm -hmm. that you correct on the following attempt yeah. leads to growth. So is repetition important to success or can it sometimes put you in a prison and make you have blind spots? I feel like repetition is a key ingredient to success because success, you don't very rarely do you swing and hit a home run on your first swing. Mm -hmm. You know, you're usually, you got to kind of learn how to swing. It's kind of awkward at first. Then you, you crack one, you duff one. You, then before you know it, after repeating it tens of thousands of times, you're cranking them out of the yard. Right. You know, I feel like that's the way our brains are wired. We are building pathways in our body. We want to do something. We try to communicate that to our body. It does it, but not quite, wasn't quite right. I need to adjust, need to. And that's the laboratory of life where you're constantly adjusting and repeating and getting better. Best example that came to my mind is the gym, right? You go work out and the more you do a certain type of exercise, the better you get at it. Like back squats, for example. So you get this bar, you put it across your back and you do um, squats with weight on it. Now, when you first start off, it looks so ugly and sometimes can be a bit dangerous because you're using the wrong body parts, your spine's bent incorrectly, mm. your weight's not over um, the right part of your body. And like it's actually could be a dangerous exercise. But with repetition and consistency, you learn to use it and to use it as a tool to build power, build strength. And it's squats are one of the best exercises to date, right? For for the body, whether whether you're in like sprints or you're in cardio or whatever, people use squatting all, all, all the time. Mm -hmm. So repetition is what gets you to that point. If you were just to go to the bar and just rack on a whole ton of weights and just do some squats, it's probably not gonna to go well. So would you say repetition allows you to handle more loads? Definitely, because you're, all those little micro adjustments that you make in your following attempts make you stronger, make you better, make you more efficient, make you... And what got me thinking about this originally was I, I used to love skateboarding. I still do. I love skateboarding. But when I was a kid, it was literally all I did. And in order to land a trick, I bet you have to try upward uh, something new, mm. you know, 2,000, 3,000, 4,000 times, 5,000 times, who knows, like thousands of attempts to, oh, that didn't work, that didn't work, that, and then you get success. And then there's no bigger dopamine dump than landing something that you are on 995, and you land it, you know, like. I, I, and for me, like one of the first things that I did were, I focused on repetition and mastering like my body mechanics was katas. I yeah. started off in karate <clears throat> and we would compete in forms or katas. Yeah. And you have to remember this pattern and sequence and you're getting judged by like how well you follow it. And that did it apply to 
combat like for some of the things i do with sparring and stuff not as well there were sparring parts of the the competitions too but the lessons of focus and repetition and self-mastery and expression they were very powerful lessons especially for a young person and the discipline that you had to do because you had to take time out of your day and practice and practice and practice and practice because if you didn't it would show itself at the competition like you could tell the kids mm-hmm. that parents just forced them to be there and they didn't practice they would look nothing like what they were supposed to do right so it was a valuable tool repetition repetition and it's something that i definitely carry forward from martial arts yeah and you know what i love training something and just one thing on repeat you know just keep hammering it home like i feel like for my style of learning I progress way faster if I take the time to just drill it out, you know, work that jab for an hour, mm-hmm. you know, and just these little micro or like the other day when we were exploring some Wing Chun stuff, yeah. you know, and when you first start doing it, you have to like, oh, that that wasn't right. Oh, my hand. Oh, I trapped myself. <laughs> you know, totally. you know, you have to drill it and do it again and do it again and do it again. And then the real value in that is that when that pathway is built you can get to the point of unconscious competence where you don't need to consciously think to make something happen. It happens. So one thing I noticed when we train, we learn different ways. How do you program something into yourself in order to start the repetition process? Because like you obviously see a skill and then you have to somehow absorb something of it to Mm. repeat it. How do you get taught that? Like, what's the best way for you? Does it have to be broken down into little steps? Like, how do you learn in order to start the repetitive process? I'm a, I am a tactile learner. So like a good, I love training with a good instructor that can help me feel like, oh, see when I move my hip here, feel that. Whoa, I do. Like I I can really understand conceptually of good spatial awareness. I'm not a very good uh, auditory le- learner, you know, I need to be shown. I need to see something. I need to ask the questions. I need to, I need to try it. I need to screw it up. I need to, you know, take it. I need to take it to the lab, mm-hmm. you know, mix some chemicals together and see what I get. Yeah. I think that's the thing too, is when you are doing something repetitively, you can't just do the same thing wrong over and over and over again. You have to realize that at first you're going to be making mistakes mm-hmm. and then taking kind of every, level that you build and and adding to it right Mm -hmm. not just being satisfied with like doing the same thing wrong over and over and over again like you get repetition to build in mechanics movement um you know uh brain pathways Mm -hmm. to reach a certain point but you have to then break that down and figure out how you're going to improve it and that's one really kind of vital part of martial arts because it gets tested right away yep right so if you're going for let's say a hip throw you can do it and practice it all by yourself a bunch of times, but to hit it and to hit it with a moving, resisting opponent are two different things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So repetition only gets you so far until you have to add other variables like to it. So I'm saying self-practice repetition yeah. because there's also repetition of sparring. There's mm-hmm. also repetition of being in fights. Yeah, there's also yeah. repetition of being pressured in certain situations and the more you get to those situations, let's take public speaking, for example. Yeah. The more you 
public speak, the more you do it, the better you get at it. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. And it becomes unconsciously competent. You don't have to try. I saw a really cool pyramid of learning or uh, the progression of learning where it starts out as you like the, the lowest level is your, your unconsciously incompetent. So you don't even know you suck. Right. You know, like you're, you're unconscious of how much you suck at whatever it is you're doing. The next level is conscious incompetence. You're aware that you're struggling. You're, you're aware that you're, you know, you need, I need to work on this. Wow. Wow. I really do suck at this. This is very challenging for me and I need to work on this. I need to go and rep this out. Mm-hmm. The next level is conscious competence. You're very competent, but you have to think about it. You, you, you're getting better at it. You're working at it. You've drilled it. You can work at it, but you have to think about it. You have to be like, oh, oh, I forget. And you'll still screw up, but you're, you're very thought. You're, you're consciously competent. Then the level of mastery, the highest level is unconscious competence where you do not have to think about it. It is ingrained. And I feel like it is a level of mastery where it doesn't take no thought. Mm-hmm. It is, it is yours. It it's doing it yeah. you know like you don't think of walking anymore no yeah but, you're un- unconsciously competent right but you watch a baby learning to walk and they're repeating that task over and over again day in day out falling hitting the head doing whatever it takes and then all of a sudden you grow up and you don't even need to think about it yeah you don't even need to think about mm-hmm. walking whereas before it was probably the only thing to to try to get do and fall on your ass and whoa turns out if i lean this way i fall oh okay noted when is repetition a curse when you're doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result so (laughs) so yeah but that but so So that's repetition though it is it is so when does it become a detriment because Mm. you we were talking about how it's advantageous right but you just said that like the definition of crazy which yeah is doing the same thing over and over again Mm mm-hmm so when does it become a detriment? I think the result, like the fruit that is of that tree gives you the answer. You know, if you're trying and trying and trying and it's not getting, you're not changing anything, you're not getting better. So doing the same thing over and over again is a detriment. It's a waste of time. Hmm. And I think that, but I, that would take some consciousness. That would take some awareness. Like, oh, this is not working. I need to change something. But we've talked about this in the past too, where sometimes we want things to work faster than they do. Mm-hmm. And how many legends are there of the miners that stopped digging two feet from a gold strike? Right. And would you say that's consistency or repetition? Like what's the difference between consistency and repetition? Because consistency is like always showing up mm-hmm. day in, day out, being consistent. Even yeah. if you're... Yeah consistently wrong consistently you're you're doing something day in day out the same way show up but repetition is doing this exact same thing could be yeah over and over wouldn't you say could be yeah yeah so but when i say them like oh doing having a repetitive day or having a consistent day i don't Mm. think that they mean the same no no so it doesn't feel the same yeah what is the difference between it and I really think that there's a superpower in consistency. Big time. Because I think when you're being consistent, you're open to more variables, right? You show up to the gym consistently, whether you work out hard or not, that's debatable, right? 
if you are repeating your day at the gym before, like you have to meet that exact same standard. Consistency, I think, is how marathons are won, right? Like where repetition is you're trying to master a particular skill. So you need to do it a particular way. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where the two play out and they're both important like to pick up let's say developing a website or marketing you need to repetitively try these tasks out repetitive 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 Mm -hmm. to make it as a marketer or to make it as a business owner you need to be consistent you need to consistently show up yeah like no matter what Mm -hmm. no matter whether the process you chose was wrong no matter what you did was incorrect like yeah you're consistently there and i don't know if that's a good definition but there's some there's some nuance to it for sure for sure yeah and the power of consistency is massive Mm. and it's actually how how difficult is it when you have hit a hot streak and you've been consistent and then you stop and then you're you by definition are inconsistent getting back to consistency is very difficult mm-hmm. at least for me it is yeah like when i'm in the groove and i've got this I'm, I'm rocking i'm rolling it's hard to get me off that train yeah. but when i get off the train it's like you know uh, it's kind of hard to get back to that level of consistency right and consistency it's hard it's you got to show up every day and some days you don't want to show up yeah and you were telling me a story about uh, a consultant and how they used to come into companies and what they used to tell them. Um, but I think that's a good example of repetition because you were saying, I, I think you should tell the story. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Was it the the consultant guy that he goes into companies? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, he is, a, I, I can't remember his name right now, but he goes and gets paid top dollar to go consult in management teams. And he basically, his strategy is he goes in, he's like, all right, so where's your, where, where was your business? And where is your business? He's like, well, you know, we were here, we did this, and then, but then, you know, things slow down and this, this, and now we're here. Okay, cool. What were you doing back when things were awesome? And then they're like, well, we did this, we did this, do that. He's like, what are you doing now? Not that. You should do that. You should do the original <laughs> thing. Uh, <laughs> and they're all like, whoa, genius. <laughs> genius. And then he makes the big bucks. He's like, what got you to where you are? Do more of that. Yeah. You know, be consistent in the where in the areas that allowed you to to excel. One thing about repetition is it gets boring. It does. And even repetition and consistency, they get boring. And your mind plays tricks on you like you have to do something else. You have to do something bigger, badder, better. You have to change. And it can almost be a trap because what you're doing is working so well that it's boring you. <laughs> yeah. Or it's it's uh, it's it's lulling you to sleep. Like in fights, they always say that. Like, oh, that other fighter is lulling me to sleep and, and they win. But there's a trap in that because... If you master yourself, your motion, your mindset, it takes repetition. It takes consistency. And even in understanding yourself, like a morning practice is so important because it kind of calibrates you like repetitively, right? Mm-hmm. You wake up and you do the same thing and you can catch how you're feeling because yeah. you wake up, chug water, hit a workout, 
do a little bit of mindfulness you can calibrate yourself like oh today i'm feeling this way today i'm feeling this way oh man this workout was trash i'm tired today oh i noticed that like my meditation my mind was all over the place okay and you can make adjustments Mm -hmm. to like how you attack the day or you can kind of navigate it but if you don't have that repetitive practice you leave your house you have no idea Mm -hmm. how you're leaving it right and by time noon hits that's when you figure out where you're at and that's half the day gone big time yeah buddha brothers challenge i think the buddha brothers challenge and we've done it before is to hit a morning practice consistently yes whether that is taking some tea and sitting there and having some mindfulness or breaking a sweat or chugging water and and doing something consistent and repetitively so morning practice repetitively buddha brothers challenge get it All right, until next week. All right, we will see you all next week. Adios.